Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Team Member Showcase. We're officially live. Hopefully you can see us and hear us chat. Let me know if either of us are muted or frozen. Uh, Raven, say hi. Let's just check the mic real quick. Hello. How's it going? Good. Hey, everyone. Yeah, uh, chat. This is our Team Member Showcase. Uh, I basically want to just uh, talk to Raven about everything Raven, about you know her involvement with gaming and sci-fi uh, geek culture stuff and just all, all, all the things that you see her doing here at CyberNation Uncensored, as well as uh, ending up being a player, a game master, and community manager, all that stuff. So that's the whole point of the team member showcases. Each episode trying to basically just deep dive on somebody from our community, from our team, basically, that's been helping uh, you know, just want to uh, put out some some promos about Raven and, uh, you know, give her some props for everything that she does for our brand and for me as a friend as well, you know, considering the filmmaking stuff. There's just there's just so much stuff to talk about. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's back up a moment. Let's just let's just let's just take a deep breath. Let's let's just tell people where they can find you online. Introduce yourself. Just a little breakdown. There's no character to introduce. Uh, you know, Team Nevermore is not streaming right now. We had a player kind of uh, uh, have something come up, so we couldn't do that. Um, so that's why we're doing the team member showcase. But like I said, just let people know where they can find you online. I'm going to drop your Twitter link in the chat too. Okay. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Raven. You can find me all over the internet at a familiar Raven. I play um, usually here every Friday or every Saturday for um, with with um, GM Rob Mulligan for Team Nevermore. Um, after this tonight, every other Saturday, I'm playing Major Gusset uh, with um, DM uh, Darren Drader for Fallout Pacific Northwest. But I also um, captain or I, I chronicle for um, the High Riders or my High Riders campaign every Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we're in our second season, so it's an interesting. It's gonna get more interesting, and um, I'm trying to try to keep you guys um, on your toes and riveted with um, uh, various plots or various inspirations. Oh yeah, it's definitely been fun. 
Um, and there's been, a, and, and I even think uh, some rumors, uh, possibly, we'll see, possibly uh, a second team on the horizons, maybe even some fun side arc streams of the team and, and just some, some variety streams and stuff. I'm excited to see how that all evolves. Tune in, find out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and anybody that doesn't know, I'm Rob Mulligan. I'm a game master. I run tons of games. I do all kinds of tutorials and content because I'm the founder of Cybernation Uncensored. I basically have been doing this since the beginning of Cybernation Uncensored. Uh, it started with pushing lots of cyberpunk and tutorials and gameplay and evolving into all kinds of other gameplay and deep dives and GM tips and round tables and just so much stuff. We showcase tons of other game masters and shows now. I just recommend everybody check out the calendar. I'm going to put that into chat make sure you bookmark that don't leave us now we're streaming live hang out with us but bookmark that link so you can check out all the other streams uh like raven mentioned we've got fallout later today at 8 p.m pacific uh gm uh, uh darren drader is going to be running that hey what's up bronx smash um and yeah you know we've got tons of stuff going on so make sure you follow and you subscribe here on twitch because uh, we have live streams pretty much every day of the week uh, yeah, pretty much every day of the week, you can uh, stop by our Twitch channel and hang out with people from our community and watch some gameplay or shows or just all kinds of content. Um, if, you, if you miss out on the lives, go over to Cybernation Uncensored on YouTube and you can check out all the VODs there as well as other series and GM tips and things um, that are posted over there. Uh, and then if you don't do the video thing, Everything goes out to 30-plus uh, podcast websites after that. So uh, look us up on like iHeartRadio and Pandora and just all kinds of places that you can see podcasts. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to the, uh, the supporters on Patreon that do the official uh, shout-out supporting and above. We've been getting lots of new members joining up for the, the official monthly gameplay pool. I'm really excited about that. But all of you are honestly the fuel on my fire. You keep me going. I can't thank you enough. Chris Anderson, Rothen, a.k.a. Renegade420, Matt James, a.k.a. GM Reservoir, Panda, PWB, William Huddleston, uh, Leaded Coffee, Cyber Smiley, Zach, a.k.a. Capricious Nature, Kevin Moreno, a.k.a. Savage McNavage, Nicholas King, a.k.a. The King Square. I need an a.k.a. This is bullshit. I don't feel as cool. At, uh, uh, there's too many cool a.k.a.s. This is bullshit. All right, moving on. Rufio, Rufio, Zeno, Jamie Minch, Joseph Holder, John Erfurt, uh, Tracy Goodwin, a.k.a. Stink Palm. See, we're still doing a.k.a.s. It's crazy. Raven, Alex Maxwell, Chris Callies, R Ryan Anderson, Terrafan, uh, Volpus Vox. I want to make sure I'm getting that right. Uh, they recently teamed up on the monthly pool of gameplay that we've got just for $10 on our Patreon, and you get in the monthly pool to play. I run the game. It's uh, former members of Team Veritas, including my beautiful wife, Val. But uh, Volpus Vox. Hit me up. Let me know if I'm pronouncing that right. David Spath, Bronx Smash, David Payne. I'm excited to see Bronx Smash, Bronx Smash uh, join up. I'm excited to uh, get him doing some gameplay and some streaming with us at Cybernation Uncensored. Also, shout out to Diamond Dust. Thanks for the uh, subscription right there. I just saw that come through. Diamond Dust, official Cybernation Uncensored GM, streams with us uh, every Thursday morning. Really excited about that. Uh, rocking the 8 a.m. Uh, stream, which is great for people in uh, the overseas time zone, people across the pond there. Um, but yeah, this is our team member showcase. Uh, I want to do a deep dive on Raven. I want uh, Raven, basically, I, I want to hand the mic over to you and I want you just to, uh, you know, take us back. Take us all the way back to little Raven. You know, maybe it was waking up on Christmas morning to your first game under the Christmas tree. I don't know where it started, but, you know, take us all the way back to your first experiences with gaming and uh, whether it's tabletop or, or video gaming or whatever leading up to tabletop. And then, 
you know, how, how you got involved with, with uh, CyberNation Uncensored and being a player, a game master, then getting up to community manager. Obviously, I'm going to interrupt you along the way asking questions and interjecting, <laughs> but let's just do that. Let's take it all the way back uh, to where you got started in, into gaming and geek culture stuff and, and, and all that. I'm going to get some uh, shout out to Sirenscape, an official sponsor here at CyberNation Uncensored. I'm going to get a little little smooth music going here in the background. Uh, yeah, chat, just let me know if, um, you know, if anything gets too loud, if the music or, or, or anything. I'm going to try to try to keep it, uh, you know, reasonably in the pocket there. So we have a little something in the background, but we don't overpower me or Raven. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just let us know in chat. Raven, All right. take it from there. So, where did I come? Where did I start? Hmm. Um, I believe that was... Uh... It was back in the 80s and uh, 80s, early 90s. Um, high school days, uh, messing around with um, uh, with uh, video games. Started with Atari, ColecoVision, Vectrex. Uh, messing around. Uh, back, uh, uh, see, uh, I, I went to a game store. And like I was thumbing, thumbing through like all the different books and stuff, and I actually landed on um, D and D two E. Oh. I got into that. Um, didn't really know anyone that um, that uh, that played two uh, E. Uh, it was like uh, months before I found someone to to uh, to jump in uh, to that ran games and for me to jump in. Um, it was at the local boys and girls club, with my uh, my my parents would drop me drop me off, me and my brothers off at, uh, after school, and my dad would go would go to work and we we do activities, do our homework, and then uh, after all that was out I was out of the way, I found someone in one of the uh, one of the tucked away uh, game rooms that was uh, running a D and D two e game, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." I watched that for a few weeks and decided, um, "Hey, um, can I get in?" And they started uh, they started uh, teaching me how to play. Played that for a little bit. I got into other games like Recon, uh, Vietnam style uh, flavored game, and played that for a little while. And came across um, what other games was that? Uh, Gamma World, oh. uh, Dark Sun. I got into. Um, oh, uh, you played the, Dark Sun. A little bit, not very much. I still, um, I still I have really... all. I still have all the Dark Sun original box sets and supplements and books. I have like all the the three uh, <laughs> Dragon King books. All, all the. Uh, all the original Dark Sun stuff. I, I started um, off with uh, uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons Second Edition as well. But uh, sorry to interrupt. I got excited when I heard no. Dark Sun. Not a lot of people played Dark Sun or were into that. It's, it's not, not really. It was. It's very. Um, uh, it's not. It's unusual for for D and D. I guess. Oh yeah. Um. From there, uh, I I jumped into other games like uh, the original Marvel um, Marvel superheroes game. Uh. Then came, uh, then came across like um, uh, a cyberpunk, uh, the original cyberpunk. Oh. That was uh, that was a very interesting game. I, um, it kind of blew my mind at first, and um, uh, my favorite uh, character, my default, was always a solo. 
Uh, there's something about the, uh, about the, uh, the badassery of being a solo, being able to uh, be walking into a room and like being, uh, like being able to, or be, knowing that, uh, you could smoke everyone in the room and not, <laughs> and not really uh, even, um, like, uh, sweat yeah. very much. Um, I played that for a little bit, but, um, my, my GM kind of moved away. So uh, I had to put I, I put that down because uh, no one was no one was was really playing it um, like where I, in my area. And then I, I jumped into other games, uh, Rifts, um, Rifts, Robotech, uh, Heroes Unlimited. Um, let's see, Ninjas and Super Spies. Oh. <laughs> A, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Palladium stuff. I started running games because uh, like I didn't know anyone that ran um, uh, that ran them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I was like, um, I, uh, let me let me get my hand uh, let me try my hand at it. So uh, I got a group of friends. Uh, we would play like my entire junior year and into my senior year in high school. Um, I was I, I, I'd play like a weekly game or. Like whenever we, uh, me and my friends could get uh, get together and uh, run a couple of sessions, and it would be like all nighters. Oh yeah, so. that's how it was. I re- I remember you know all the first times playing and like you know you would have like sleepovers and hanging out and staying up all night playing and like it was just so exciting you know like developing these characters and when you're younger having that time. You know, not realizing it at the moment, but now as an adult looking back, like, ah, oh, God, I miss having that much, like, right. non-responsibility free time, you know? Like, no major bills and, and things to worry about, you know? Not holding down work and shit. <laughs> exactly. And um, when you're playing with a tight, um, a tight group of people, it's like, um, you don't really get people that um, that want to jump up and say, you're not playing it right, or this is, uh, this is not the way everyone else does it. Um, you kind of get, I mean, you go you grow across grow accustomed to it um to like whoever's running the game and um so true like if you have if you have a problem with it you can voice your you can voice your opinion hey um like i'm not really cool with the way that went down uh, can we um, uh, can can we do can we have a do over or whatever and sometimes uh, um, like i would be like i would tell them like all right we'll try it this we'll, we'll try it a different way We'll, we'll like rewind and let you, um, I'll let them um, replay with the with um, uh, the entire the the specific pro- um, scenario that they had a problem with. Oh, nice. So, but um, like I, uh, I did that all the way up into my high school years, and uh, that I had to put all gaming uh, all gaming aside because um, when I graduated, I ended up joining the military. Uh, just uh, uh, because uh, my parents couldn't cover my uh, my my education and gaming habit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gaming habit, yeah, kind kind of, because it is addictive. Um, math rocks and and and, and um, source books and stuff does does kind of um, add up. So, but um, that was funny. Uh, Real quick, Bronx Smash and Chat game sessions Friday night to Sunday afternoon or random all-nighters at denny's oh man i just had some memories of uh denny's when i used to live in florida um and then prior to that uh yeah absolutely that's so funny that you mentioned that but yeah i miss those yeah yeah (laughs) all-nighters gaming (laughs) 
pizza, soda, whatever, and and just you know, non-stop gaming. And then you, and when you get bored, you you play around, you you play video games or whatever, and then get back to gaming. And so, right, yeah. Exactly. But okay, so but you got you know got into gaming when you were younger, and you know AD and D Second Edition, and you were introduced to Cyberpunk. Went through a bunch of games at the community center. You finally got to at least play and, and see people play, and then started uh, GMing for yourself and friends through junior high and high school. And then you said you ended up in the military. Um, tell us about that. Um, so looked at uh, uh, like my junior and senior year, I kind of. Um, I was thinking about my uh, my life after high school and like that, and what I'm gonna what I was gonna do. And we had a, a recruiter on ba- uh, on on campus, and the recruiter would like um, chat up like all the all the students get getting ready to graduate, and the juniors like getting ready to co- um, become seniors. And um, one, I, I kind of. Um, uh, got got familiar with them, and they they would always uh, tell me like, um, if yeah, if you're looking for a career, come talk come talk to me. Uh, we can set you up with um with uh, uh we can pay for your education. And when I found out that my parents couldn't pay for my education for what I wanted to do, which I never even got to do, um, uh, I looked to them and uh, I went to go and see the recruiter and said, hey, you, you mentioned that before. Um, about covering my education. Talk, uh, talk, tell me more about this. And they did. I ended up um, enlisting and uh, joining the, the the reserves, the army reserves, as a combat medic. Uh, I I did um, split option. I, so you I were went um, med tech, multi classing solo kind of there. In a in a <laughs> sense, in a sense for real, yes. So like um, part of my uh, my junior year in the summer, I went to I, I did a little bit of my uh, my military training. I came back, did my senior year. Um, like when I graduated, I went and did the other half of my military training. Uh, went to my military training school for um, for being a combat medic. Came back and um, got started drilling with my. Uh, uh, once a month with my my reserve unit that that got deactivated and I had to go I ended up having go, to go active duty and switch jobs so from there um, I've, uh, I had to go get retrained and they, I, they wouldn't let me cross over as my original job so they offered me helicopter mechanic <laughs> Which was completely different, but I was like, okay, in order to fulfill my contract, whichever, um, I'll do that. And they're like, oh, the enlistment's six years. I was like, uh, I thought to myself, I could do six years and then and then be done with it. So uh, I, I went to I went to go for to the school in um, Fort Rucker, Alabama, and um, I learned how to work on scout helicopters. I did that for a little bit, and I ended up taking a um, a friend of mine's um, transition to a um, to a, a heavy lift helicopter, or a medium uh, lift helicopter, which is the Blackhawks, while he was away on um, on vacation or on 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 leave, because our training 
uh, our training NCO needed to send someone to uh, to school for uh, for a transition, which is switching over from one job to another. And I ended up uh, working on Blackhawks. Yeah. I traveled. I, I traveled around the world. I've been to Korea. I've been to Germany twice. Um, from there, um, Germany is a wonderful, wonderful place for um, for duty assignments because it allows you to um, travel like to a, a handful of, of nations just using the their oh. their rail their rail system. So I got to go to to Denmark, Italy, Paris, Poland, um, a lot cool. of places. Yeah, it was fun. Um, um, I met so many interesting people while I was in Europe. I stayed there. I, I actually lived in Europe for ten years. So it was it was a very um, a very uh, fun experience. Uh, while uh, throughout my while I was serving and went on deployments and like that, I got in, um, introduced to uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh. <laughs> Sitting around. Uh, PWB yeah. in chat was talking about because uh, he's got. Uh, military background as well and he was talking about how he learned rpgs in the u.s army one exactly says one finds themselves with little money and long stints of free time rpgs <laughs> are a solution to boredom exactly but uh, but go on so you got so you got introduced to magic huh yeah um what they have over there um like on deployments and also like when you're not on deployments is they have um what they call um uh, an mwr morale health uh Morale, welfare, and recu recreation, um, like um, organization or or um, like office, where you could go in and like so uh, soldiers on their off time could go over there, um, play like like pool, play ping pong, whatever, play chess, and other stuff just um, just for so that uh, soldiers don't do silly things like uh, go drink too much and get into trouble. So, uh, like on deployments, they they have we have the same thing. There's since there's no no alcohol while we're on deployment, um, like we would uh, they would get um, uh, donations from like all uh, from all over the the U.S. for troops that are deployed. We would get we get books, we get like um, uh, videos, uh, games, uh, uh, Xbox games, and uh, PlayStation games and whatnot. And they, uh, we'd all, we would also get um, as part of a care package or something, um, uh, trading card games and baseball cards and stuff. So I, uh, I was introduced to um, they would, Watsi, um, offered up like uh, every few months or so, they they'd send like bulk boxes to, to the to the different bases. I, I guess to as for their free marketing or whatever to get get their That's name cool. out there. <laughs> And um, they would send out boxes, and we would do tournaments and like that. And that's how I kind of got interest, um, got introduced into um, uh, to Magic: The Gathering. And I, um, when I when I did, I was I was like, oh, this is um, this is a different kind of gaming, um, but it had it had the same kind of flavoring of like um, uh, of D and D. So um, it kept me busy for a little bit. And when I finally did get um, like um, get done with the military and I was out, uh, that's um, that's when um, I stumbled on uh, Cyberpunk Red. Yeah. I started. Uh, 
I, I started seeing videos like one day when uh, like after I retired and um, I caught I actually caught um, uh, like a Realmsmith um, like video that Mike Pondsmith was running. Oh like, yeah, yeah. When I first got into um, uh, uh, when I uh, Matthew Lillard and uh, I think uh, Gary, yes, Gary exactly. Gygax, all them, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And that's kind of um, that was um, like the segue that um, that brought me to Cyber Nation because like um, after I saw that after um, I watched like all, all the episodes that they had or all the sessions that they had, I was like, there's got to be more. Um, there's got to be other people streaming cyber, uh, cyberpunk and like that. And it's it was I, I found it refreshing because um, like when I when I was playing the original cyberpunk. I was um, I was really into it. It's just that um, it kind of it was intense for me. <laughs> and um, like when I when I started doing searches on YouTube and like that, I I, uh, I actually stumbled onto your tutorials. Me? Yes, your your, tutor your tutorials and um, and some <laughs> of your live plays. And um, I was watching uh, I was watching along, and um, like. One, uh, one of the videos had the had the Discord um, invite. Oh. I followed that, and uh, um, like I, I I signed on with uh, like signed up for the Discord and um, like I started uh, like chatting with people in the in the general chat, and then from there like after getting into conversations and uh, hanging around for months. Uh, I started like um, like whenever new uh, new members would join, I would start um, I would start greeting them, kind of like um, like some of our players, uh, some of our new members do now, or some of our our um, uh, our longtime members. Uh, even Stink uh, uh, Stink Palm's doing it, and a, um, a few of the other a few of the other members, and like uh, I, um, I I a big thank you to them for helping. That's that's how I started. I started I was doing that for months. And um, I, uh, I really didn't expect anything of it. Uh, it was just like my way of contributing for um, to the um, uh, to the uh, to our Discord, to the brand, and like that. And I, I was kind of hoping that um, like um, we get more uh, like make it a little bit more friendly, and people would uh, would start uh, stepping up a little bit more, and then the, the community would grow. Um, and lo and behold. Um, like after uh, with a little bit of um, change and, and people coming in that um, it, it has grown and it's grown um, uh, like um, considerably yeah I think uh, it was back when you first got started with us you know playing right right yeah you got to play tell us how, how that got, got started and you know before because you started playing and then right uh, and then getting into the GM seat too Right. Well, um, when I started playing, um, I, I'm, there was like, we, it, I don't remember if it was a casting call or whatever. Um, uh, at the time, we, the, we were just, um, it was actually, I think it was, it started in the looking for games or something. I think so, because back then, I think too, we only had a few. Yeah, I, I was GMing and uh, uh, GM Capricious Nature. Uh, right. Zach was helping me. He started GMing. We had a couple others, like GM Gomi. Uh, from Australia, right. who now is one of the three hosts of Talk Nerdy to Me, which just streamed their first episode last night with Alex Maxwell from Team Nerdy right. and uh, Rem uh, uh, Alternus from uh, 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 the Gen Con channel and stuff. 
But um, mm. but yeah, I think back then it was there was only a few of us uh, streaming the gameplay at the time. And I think yeah, you're right. I think we were just posting in the looking for groups, or Zach just posted right. in the chat like, hey, who wants to play? <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I I monitored that and um, uh, GM Reservoir Panda. Um, I posted um, like he he's, he was going to start up a game. Oh yeah, so, I forgot. Reservoir Panda was was one of the. It was uh, him and um, and then Zach right after that, I believe. Uh huh. That's right. That's uh, right. I signed. I signed on with um, uh, with Panda, and um, GM uh, and um, uh, GM Smiley was uh, was on the team. Um. That then uh, that kind of ended uh, uh, abruptly because we only we only I think we only did like um, four. Or so, four or five um, uh, sessions. Yeah. Because he had um, uh, he had um, technical issues that um, he couldn't continue. Oh yeah, I think his building with the internet. There was something with him moving, and then the internet went, and they wouldn't they wouldn't replace it. The city or something. And remember, it was taking weeks for the construction, and like he, he his internet was oh it was horrible. Right, it was yeah. like really wonky, and he couldn't continue. So um, so um, that ended, and. Um, uh, capricious nature uh, uh like put out uh, in the looking for that he was starting up a, a nomads um uh oh, yeah. like campaign and i was like i've never played a nomad before but um this could be interesting so um i threw my name in the hat and um i i got picked up uh to play and um the the, the group that that way um, that I joined up with was um, like their their dear friends to, uh, 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 I count them as dear friends right now uh, we had um, it was an amazing ride <laughs> it, it, um, like streaming uh, on uh, on um, uh, on YouTube and twitch and like that it um, I, I have horrible or, or I had horrible horrible um, introverted um, tendencies. So like, I uh, like outside of streaming and like that, I never really liked interacting with people, or I was too kind of um, a claustrophobic, or too um, too shut in, and um, I was afraid to interact with people. Now um, with this, it's facilitated me being more comfortable to talk uh, talk with people and talk on uh, talk on camera. It's uh, given me more confidence. Um, it, uh, I, I really miss, or I, I, I um, dearly miss um, the the Nomads campaign. Uh, from there, I jumped on um, Ca uh, Capricious Nature, started up another um, a campaign for Fallout because we uh, when we signed on, uh, or Modifia signed on as one of our sponsors, and, and for for Fallout TD20. So we st I started playing that, and that gave me a little bit more confidence. And like the whole time we were doing um, uh, transitioning from from Nomads to Fallout, and while we were playing it, I was talking about like um, I want to start, uh, I want to run my own campaign. Um, I'm I'm kind of I'm just kind of really nervous about it. And um, like I started, I was watching like on my off time, I would watch like other streams. Uh, other cyberpunk streams and like that and took notice that um no one touches space like uh, like everyone wants pl everyone plays night city 
or um, some some people play uh, like their setting is like Florida or Texas or like that, and um, always on or like on 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 Earth. No one touch. You know, there's um, there's source books and like that that cover like the the, the colonies or oh, yeah, high riders are mentioned. But you never see anybody playing the High Riders or like take, exactly. taking Cyberpunk to space, yeah. Right. So um, it, it, I thought it was refreshing, and uh, like I started, um, I looked up the the Deep Space source book, and when I cracked it open, I was like, um, this is really hard to understand. <laughs> like um, uh, the the um, the vehicle like statistics and like that it was written in such a manner as like um it was it was hard and like even today like me looking at it it's like uh there's so much more there's so much information and the way it's arranged is hard for me to understand so i started um it's unfinished i, I have it um if people want to look at it um i i can i can share it um but I tried to arrange it in a in a way that's easily understandable. Um, like I kind of dumbed it down, <laughs> so it, like at a glance you can you can look at it as like, oh, okay, this makes a little bit more sense. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, but getting back to my, um, uh, me wanting to run the the High Riders campaign, it's um it's because uh, yeah, no one touches space, and it's like it, you know, to me it was like um, people. Uh, thought of it as like a, a taboo thing like for um uh, like no one uh, no one really was interested in it so that's how the high riders came uh, my 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 high riders campaign came about is because no one wants so no one wanted to do something like that oh and i love it and, i think it's great because yeah. like i said it's been mentioned you know i've read about it and it's been around since the cyberpunk 2020 days and then you hear the mention in in red and i think rtg even put out something like a year ago when they were talking about black chrome and then there was like rust or something some nomad chrome or something that they're working and they mentioned a high rider supplement or something that eventually they were going to get to or maybe they were working. i remember a mention of that but again mm -hmm. you, not a lot about it no one's playing it you know so i think it was really cool that you kind of took it uh, to space and kind of kind of filled that 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 gap in within the cyberpunk kind of realm because it definitely has the dystopian like earth tones but there is that aspect of it. There's the high riders on look what they did during 2020. Uh, uh, you know, uh, there's just a lot to it in the lore, you know, like dropping the big rocks and then everything that mm -hmm. happened, uh, um, you know, with the, the, the court war. And uh, it's just like I said, it's mentioned within lore and they dabbled and they even put out supplements and then hinted towards red. But no one's done exactly. it. Yeah, there hasn't yeah. been anything for it. So at least like, you know, you've, you've been able to do that. And I think it'll be exciting if you can you know, when you do finally polish up your supplement and, and the P, uh, PDF and we get that on the, the CyberNation Uncensored site uh, with the other ones, we can start spreading it to the community. I think that, that'll be awesome. Okay. I think there's a definite need for that. Yeah, and um, the, the, I think the unique thing about it is that since no one's, t um, no one's really touching it like that, and um, like every GM is different. So like you can make it your own. Uh, like, uh, like rules is written, uh, and with homebrew you could step away and like. Um, for me, I, I'm drawing sources from like um, a, like different things, like um, a little bit from 2077 since mine, since my timeline is uh, is set in 2077. But um, um, I draw stuff from like um, like when I when I 
got my players together, I, I, I draw inspiration from like Battle Angel, or Battle Angel Alita. I draw stuff from from Gundam. Not the not the big um, uh, mechs because I don't want to touch mech. Uh, I don't want to draw mech ton into it. it, make, it uh, to me, it'll, it it would make it a little bit more complicated than, uh, complicated than I want it to be. But um, like uh, stuff like Ghost in the Shell. Um, Oh, yeah. Stuff for, stuff from um, from authors. I don't want to give it away, but um, authors, sci-fi authors um, that deal that delve into like um, different space, uh, different aspects of um, uh, of space fantasy. Um, I'm dr I draw that. Uh, I'm drawing that into my campaign, and also like uh, stuff, um, uh, real life stuff that um, that happen that's that happens nowadays with um, with like social social media or um, current events I, um, I, I'm kind of rolling that into my storyline which is um, how, how the, the neon church got uh, got drawn into it so um, it's a, it's an interesting um, uh, it'll be an interesting ride and I just want to um, like the way I describe it to people when I talk about um, a tabletop role playing is I present you with or I, I present my players with a situation. I don't expect. Uh, I, I don't have a like a, a clear path on how this goes. I just um, I present you with um, a, the scenario and what you do from there is <laughs> that's your that's your own like um, a path to peril or par a path to, to fame. And um, I, I just um, I chronicle how you guys <laughs> um, how how my team handles it. Oh yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. It's totally true. Um... Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying that that stream, and I'm I'm loving seeing it evolve. And I know uh, there's a possible uh, new player edition uh, on the mm -hmm. horizon, maybe even some other expansions, like I mentioned before, and then some random here and there side arcs and and little things that might drop in uh, into the right, schedule. Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited to see all that stuff happen. Uh, but you know, aside from getting started with the gaming uh, stuff, you know, being a player and getting down with Reservoir Panda, and then Capricious Nature, and then evolving into running your own games, all, all, all by finding, you know, Cybernation Uncensored through the videos, and getting getting back into cyberpunk after getting back from the military. Um, you you kind of lightly dabbled in, uh, you know, helping out the community and posting, welcoming people, um, but, you know, I think there's more detail to this, and I think um, I'd love to just kind of explain to people, you know, the caliber of, of you helping, because I think it's a great story, and the fact that, um, you know, anybody that's been part of Cybernation Uncensored knows that, you know, it started as Cyberpunk Uncensored uh, years ago, and it was very focused on that. And like I said, I kind of evolved it into expanding into other gameplay and things because of hooking up with other gaming companies and just expanding uh, the flavor on what I enjoy. I love dystopian gameplay and, and sci-fi, not, not so far extreme in certain things. And I even started getting a little low fantasy, not so extreme in a fantasy, still not wanting to get in, you know, back into D&D level of things, but you've seen Shadows of Asterin, right? So been doing all these expansions and growing the community and GMs and shows and bringing people in and you've been part of that you know like we've said from player to GM to going in but part of that expansions and if anybody's seen this in the past like half a year or handful of months um, has been expanding the team you know I've been running everything myself for so long and um, you know I, I, I basically brought in you know, promotion managers, uh, you know, uh, graphic managers, community managers, uh, promoters, and uh, 
just so many different positions. I know I'm, I'm forgetting some, and we're gonna we're gonna hopefully hit all of them in different episodes of this team member showcase. But along the way, uh, you know, we've had a couple different uh, community managers and people that were kind of trying out some that actually stepped into a role, and then some that didn't, and then left. And it's just been a real hard time getting people to commit and just really dive into the community, help it grow and keep up with all the expansions, with all the shows, the constant flow of people coming into the community. And then not just keeping up with all that, but then being part of helping it expand, you know, welcoming people, directing them to where they need to go, making the the right channels that need to happen, helping put together like this charity stuff that we're working on that, that you're helping getting involved with, as well as other game stuff. You, you know, during all of that, you were helping and you were just naturally doing it as part of the community because you are an awesome person. I, I do want to point that out. I think the King Square mentioned, don't forget to just mention that you're an awesome person <laughs> in all the things that you're mentioning that you do, you know, and you were, you were just, you were part of the community and just naturally being you, welcoming people, ha- helping the community grow and just being part of that evolution of what this, you know, Cybernation Uncensored is and is becoming. But as, as community managers were kind of coming and going and falling out and, and not keeping up and, and things were happening and, and you saw us just having a hard time keeping things going, you, you basically stepped up without even asking or anything. You said, look, I'm already doing this. I'll, I'll help do all these things until you can find official someone to kind of do it. And I thought that was really awesome to have my back like that as a friend. Um, you know, and that's even beyond just community stuff. Cause I, I mentioned like the filmmaking stuff earlier. Let me mention that too, that like, you know, me and Raven have been lucky enough to be friendly outside of just gaming and the brand. Uh, we found out she lives locally. We both live not too far from each other. We even went and checked out a movie. You came out with the family, met my parents and we went out to go see a movie long ago and been, you know, hanging out. You even came in and worked on set for the Hulu series. I was doing production design. Uh, Raven, uh, came and did a set design, uh, set dressing and, and prop master and, and, you know, We've been friends and all that, but then on the community side, um, to not just be part of that, but then to kind of step up on that friend level uh, with with without asking, with no sort of like there's there's no rewards. Like like I've I've said since day one of me GMing and doing this, like no one's really paying us to push this. Like we have a passion for gaming and all this stuff that we do and we put out and we do it because we love it and we've built friendships within this community with all of us and people we stream with and game with. Like I just I, I love it. I love every day tuning in live and hanging out with people, you know. But Throughout all of that, you just you, you naturally had my back. You had the community's back, and you just stepped up and said, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I'm doing, and I'm gonna step up and just handle all this, you know, until you can find someone that'll just lock in." And it, and it was not too long after that, that that you know I came to you and said, "Look, you already kick ass at this. You've been doing it, and you've kind of picked up all the slack. And as people come and go, you're always there helping with with all these things. Like, would you want to just kind of?" be the official title like let me give you that title and the props for what you're already doing and you stepped up into the official position and i just can't thank you enough for that and i wanted to kind of just give a little depth to that story because it wasn't just as simple as oh, i was just kind of helping the community expand and posting and then got into the position like you absolutely were, were a badass you know in stepping up to all that and just doing it as a friend and having my back in the community and i just i just want to really thank you for that and i wanted to everyone in chat and everybody to know the depth of that you know <laughs> I even, get teary- I even get teary-eyed when I talk about it because I really appreciate that. <laughs> You're very welcome. And, and and that's just, that's kind of just how I was raised is like, um, uh, I, for for me, um, my values and like that, that's how you treat um, like um, a good friend. Um, like, uh, uh, that's uh, that's like the, the, the level of dedication I have to, to close friends is that um 
Like there, there's most, there's almost nothing that I wouldn't uh, that I wouldn't do to to help a fr to help out a friend if I'm able to, and like with the brand and like that, I I I dealt, um I I I was I, I was doing that because um like I wanted I'm I'm so diehard for um for cyberpunk and like that, and I uh. The support that that we do give um, our creators uh, for their shows and for information and stuff, so we can uh, we can make their games better. Uh, I wanted I wanted to to be a part of pushing the 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 brand or pushing uh, our Discord group to to higher heights. And I don't I I I didn't do that because I uh, I really expect money out of it. I mean. Exactly. It's it's pretty much like networking. Like the the more people that uh, that that you come into interaction with, that have ideas, that have skills, or like um, they're they we have game designers and stuff like that that are part of our part of our brand. Oh yeah. And like uh, you surround yourself with um with like. Uh, really intelligent people or um, uh, knowledgeable about uh, uh, certain things and you kind of soak up that information from them <laughs> so what you don't know me um, uh, uh, you can uh, we we ask and uh, we make ourselves better and that's that's kind of how I, uh, how I am evolving as a as a player game master who knows maybe a game designer someday whatever we'll see how, well, we'll see what ha what comes of it but yeah. um I want to. I want to make my craft better. Uh, like, as a player, uh, I like to. Um, I like to get in the mindset of my uh, of my characters, and I try to impart that on my players or players that I want. Uh, I want to come game with me. Is like, when you sit at my table or like that, I want you to become your player. I don't want uh, like when you describe an action. I don't want you to say. Uh, my solo does this. I want you to take on the persona of your solo and say, uh, like, okay, it's um, it's uh, Sig's turn. What's Sig doing? And instead of like, oh, Sig does this, and just like, um, hey, yeah, I walk across the room. I draw, my, I draw my heavy pistol, and I, I bear, or like, I point it at um, at so and so's head or whatever, and um, I, I pull back the hammer and and tell him. You've got two choices: give me the answer, or or don't give me the answer, and we'll see what happens. Oh, so, yeah. no, I love that. Definitely uh, encouraging the player in character role play, and like, it's so much more fun to get lost in it, you know? Exactly. Absolutely. And it's your it's your players. Um, uh, it's, this is your time. This is our therapy. A lot of us have freaking really crappy jobs that we deal with um weekend uh, day in day out. And, Come Friday, come Saturday, or whatever your game day is, um, you come, you come to blow off steam. And why not? Why not? Why not step into your player and say, "Yeah, this is what I'm doing." Oh yeah, makes it more fun. In my opinion, makes more fun. Oh, I agree, a hundred percent, exactly. And I want to, uh, and, and, and I want to clarify one thing too uh, for chat and anybody watching, uh, because you know I've I've mentioned before and I've explained it before, and now you've mentioned it as well. And we always talk about like you know having a passion for this stuff, and I I always like rely on uh, or, or lean on saying, and no one's paying us for this. The idea behind that and saying that is like 
because we do this like 24 seven, like every day of the week, there's a stream and it's like posting, you know, running the tech and doing a live stream on Twitch and getting the updates and the titles and promoting it in the flyers and the graphic work from the graphic managers and the graphic artists and the team and uh, on all the social media pages and running that and then getting that VOD downloaded and onto the YouTube and then that downloaded and out to the podcast that goes out to 30 uh, sites. And then you have to get all that done within 24 hours, 48 hours, because every day there's a new live stream that then has to go to YouTube. So every day, there, and then some days there's multiples and like, and, and then we're trying to do charities. We're trying to release, you know, PDFs. We got to maintain the website. There is so much in this and it, it's almost like a full-time job with how much like work you put in. But when you, when you, when you look at it, like, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of work and things being done, but it's like, it's so much fun. You know, all of us here do this because we have a passion for this. And that's why I always say shit like, you know, and no one's paying us like we're doing it because of the amount of work, all of us and time and energy we put into this. Because if you look at how many streams and content and just how involved we are in this community, it's a lot. We do it because we absolutely love it and we're part of it. And, and that's not to say that we're not all part of the equity team. Like absolutely everyone in the management positions and producers and everyone part of this team keeping this, you know, th this thing moving forward. They, everybody has equity. We're all we're all broken down in it, but you know, Raven can vouch. It's it's a nominal fee. It's it's you know, you get pennies on website clicks and and streaming. It's not it's not big money until you can really expand a brand to the point where you get big sponsors not in the form of like product sponsors, like here's some free games, but like, let me pay you uh, to put my logo on your shit and to, you know, and to, and to run my games. And like, hopefully we'll get up to that caliber. We keep expanding. The community's growing. We have excellent GMs, awesome role-playing, cosplaying players, like, a, you know, entertaining shows that aren't just gameplay, but other shows as well. So that's the idea. But, but all of us on the team, you know, just for chatting for the community to know, like, absolutely. We all share in any type of revenue that we can generate for the brand. Um, but it is so small few and far in between uh, because you know it is what it is you know we're, we're a streaming community uh, we're putting out gameplay in hopes that people share and click ads and like you know donate little bits when we live stream for plus twos for the players and all those little things that we do to try to just keep the thing growing as well as patreon i'm constantly putting out gameplay things and shout outs like i did at the beginning of this in any little way just to just get money in pockets and towards the brand and myself and as other players do like they have their own shows trying to get sponsors and things for them like we're all just trying to you know survive and keep this thing going uh and and we do it because the community is so supportive and this thing has grown because of the community you know when i started it uh it expanded you know like you reminded me gm reservoir panda then into capricious nature like gomi was there we had we've had others and and uh you know it, it just it's expanded because it, it is a community sort of run brand ultimately you know it, it was never uh just gm rob mulligan or or just a, a one game thing even though we did heavily focused on cyberpunk. That is my first passion. I, I love cyberpunk so much. Um, but it was always about being a community, even when it was cyberpunk uncensored, you know, and then into cyber nation uncensored, kind of expanding the brand. So anyways, I just had to kind of throw those details out there uh, because it does mean a lot to me uh, that you didn't just have fun as a player, a GM, you know, but stepping up into community manager and putting in as much time and effort and work as you do, uh, you know, having my back and just being my partner on all this. So. You know, I just love kind of putting those details out there because it means a lot. Not not everybody can do it. And as we've seen, uh, people come and go and stuff. You know, not everybody can kind of stick with the, the workload and just the amount of content we put out. Um, and that also goes to chat and, and the community. You know, we get we get lots of likes and shares and stuff and people tuning in like, like today. Um, couldn't do it without you. But that being said, uh, you know, why don't we get a little bit into you and some of the character stuff. You know, we talked about, you know, 
coming up into gaming, the player and the game mastering and the community manager and stuff, you know, we talked about player stuff. We were going to do Team Nevermore today, but, um, but, you know, we had some player conflict stuff that just couldn't work. So we'll be back at that next Saturday. Luckily, we could do this team member showcase thing because it's overdue. I, I, I've been wanting to do this with you for a while here. Um, but then that Hulu film stuff came up in the holidays and <laughs> diving back in. But let's talk a little bit about Team Nevermore. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, that's been Cyberpunk Red. It's been our weekly Saturday stream. We got all the way up through season two. It's been one hell of a ride. Plot twists and crazy fun and, and all that good stuff. But, um, but yeah, that team's going to be evolving into kind of a, a, a rotating team within games with a new player each system. We're going to get into Cyborg in a couple weeks. We're going to run that for a month or two. Then we're going to get into like Death in Space, Into the Odd, uh, probably back into some Fallout, maybe some Dune. We're going to... Uh, so, so many games. Blade Runner. We have so many things we want to touch on. But uh, before that evolves and we get into that, and before we leave Team Nevermore next week at the 24-hour cafe session and do a little recap... Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit about Belladonna Jax, your character in Team Nevermore. Um, you two names because it is a split personality situation. Um, just give a little bit of a breakdown for that, and hopefully uh, people watching will be encouraged to go check out some Team Nevermore and, and see Raven in action. But yeah, tell, uh, I'll just give them my cue. Tell us about Belladonna Jax. Um, like the concept of Belladonna Jax. Um, like when we're picking characters and like that, and um, you you were kind of um tossing around like um life paths and like that um uh, i usually I, like i said I, I default to to solo because um that's what i'm comfortable with and um and um that's my favorite uh, life path but um uh solo was taken because um and uh, uh, maxwell took it and um uh, like he called dibs on it and i was like Okay, um, there can be two, uh, there can actually be two solos, but, um, I'll, I'll choose something, I'll, I'll, cho I'll choose a different life path. And I wanted to push my, uh, push my comfort zone. And, um, characters that I'm, that I wasn't exactly, um, completely, uh, comfortable with were, um, were Medtech, because I've never played it, and, um, Netrunners. I was gonna choose a netrunner, but uh, um, I, I, I decided to go medtech. And I was picking. Uh, I was. I like to uh, with, with my characters. I like to make them a little bit more um, interesting. I, I like my characters to be memorable. Uh, I uh, like stepping into my characters. Uh, like I said, like I, uh, whenever I describe an action like that, unless it's physically impossible, or, or it's impossible for me to. To convey what I'm doing, um, I like to make my characters memorable. Like give them like um, character traits. And when I was um, rolling my character up and uh, coming up with the concept of Jax, uh, uh, I was thinking, okay, I landed on Medtech. Uh, I don't want this to be a cookie cutter um, kind of character. I want uh, I want there to be some type of uh, or like uh, I want my character be to be charismatic, uh, memorable. Uh, what can I do? What can I do? And then I was like, okay, the background is um, is uh, European, and I like my characters, uh, uh, the villainous side of characters. I don't like. I don't really uh, like to choose like goody goody characters or 
characters that are, um, like, um, on the lawful side. So, I, I, I decided to give my character, or this character, like, a dual personality. And also, with the, uh, with the life path that I chose, uh, a little bit of, um, uh, a little flavor of being disreputable. So doing some, uh, doing jobs or uh, doing gigs for, um, for very questionable people. Uh, as long as I, uh, as long as my, uh, as Belladonna got paid, uh, like a good amount of eddies, it was worth it. It ended up costing her, uh, like her medical license to practice, uh, in a fit, in an official capacity, which is why she ended up becoming, uh, a, a ripper doc. Um, like in a seedy neighborhood, no questions asked. Give me the uh, give me the eddies, and you can uh, I'll do whatever you need to do. But um, like when I rolled up the character, I decided to give, and uh, when I did decide to give her a dual personality, um, the growing up in a uh, a corporate um, setting and having her parents taken away. Uh, kind of fragmented her um, her her psyche, which caused um, caused her to um, to develop a, a stronger personality because her parents weren't weren't around, and um, like the strong uh, the stronger psyche had to step up and protect the weaker one, which is um, uh, which is Belladonna, the the typical spoiled rich kid that um, that is used to getting everything handed to them on a silver platter uh, and um, instead of like now being forced to like um, live on the streets and then uh, and not get everything that they wanted and having to fight for everything the stronger personality had to step up and take what they needed or uh, or get into uncomfortable situations and bear the brunt of like um, all the uh, all the questionably moral things that um that Belladonna couldn't do, so Jack stepped forward. And uh, what better way? Uh, like I, I chose a, a, a notoriously famous um, character as um, being Jack the Ripper, and kind of melded it with Belladonna, and um, um, Belladonna Jax was born. <laughs> oh, I love it, and I love the nameplay too, because of uh, you know Jack the Ripper, Jax the Ripper, Ripper Doc. Like it's just it's so good it's so good um and then anybody that's been watching team nevermore you, you've probably seen some of some of the things that went down with uh, uh belladonna jacks uh i don't want to too many spoilers because everybody needs to go watch it but uh something pretty drastic has happened to her a couple times and you know between that and borderline cyber psychosis and then the split personality past trauma um, there's definitely been some moments where like the team has had to remove headphones and she's had her own little side things happen again i don't want to too many spoilers i even see uh, some of the teammates in chat so i don't want to give away uh, too much but uh but yeah lots of lots of depth to that character i really love um yeah i love the the creation of belladonna jacks everybody needs to check out team nevermore um and and uh we'll be back next saturday next saturday 5 p.m pacific time will be our 24-hour cafe special role play session anybody that watches any of the teams that i stream i always do a 24-hour cafe it started with my sirenscape stream i do that every thursday at uh, 4 p.m on the sirenscape channel um and i brought that team to the 24-hour cafe i created this cafe in the upper marina um, right on the edge there on the highway coming into night city 
Um, just to kind of put that in between campaigns to do a little full roleplay in character recap of the previous campaign little hints of coming to the campaign maybe some little moments during it but also to give me that extra time to do some planning for the next campaign it just kind of gives a nice little transition roleplay session and I've implemented that into every every single team so um so that's what we're gonna do uh, next Saturday uh, the team's gonna hit up the cafe anybody that's watched the sirenscape team you know that the 24-hour cafe has been through some shit uh, so it might not be typical. We'll see what happens. You're gonna want you're gonna want to tune in and, and check that out and see, see see the repercussions of the Sirenscape team and then Nevermore stepping into that. We'll see. But anyways, next Saturday, 24-hour cafe session. We're gonna recap the the previous campaign and maybe even the one before that. We're gonna do a kind of fun big recap because of the fact that we're leaving Team Nevermore next Saturday after that. 24-hour cafe roleplay session to get into Cyborg. We're going to rock that with a uh, new player is going to join the team. We're going to do Cyborg uh, for a month or two, however long it takes to do a little mini campaign I have planned. And then we'll get into the next game, next game, next game. And then we'll circle back around, back to Team Nevermore eventually to continue right where we left off, um, which is pretty crazy. There's some, there's some definite craziness that has happened um, that that team needs to kind of handle now. So I'm excited to see when we get back to that um, but again, everybody, make sure you check out the VODs on Cybernation Uncensored YouTube. In fact, I'll drop that little uh, tag there in chat so everybody can go check that out. And then make sure you tune in next Saturday, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time, right here on the Cybernation Uncensored Twitch channel. But that being said, I think we, uh, we did a nice deep dive on Raven. Uh, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, I always, you know, I, I hate... I hate streaming a gameplay uh, team. If even just one player is missing, I feel like, ah, uh, like I, I hate that. I hate doing the recap. I hate them missing what's happening. And you know how it is. Every session there's plot twists and crazy shit. And like, it's like, it's important. I want everyone there. So if a player can't make it because of life, life happens, you know, I, I, I tend to postpone. And that's kind of what, what happened today. But I'm excited that we were able to get this team member showcased on. I'm excited that uh, you were able to join me. Um, and you know, we could finally do a Raven deep dive and especially, uh, with, like I said, with how involved you have been with Cybernation Uncensored, this is long overdue. Um, and then stepping up in the community manager, um, and just rocking that shit. And also, uh, let's let it be known. Uh, we, we do have plans like every position. We have a promotion manager, which is Ale our own Alex Maxwell, who's heading up talk nerdy to me. He's part of team Nevermore. He's scare bear as we were joking around with the, the names in chat, but uh, you know, every position, promotion manager, community manager, um, just like our graphic managers, we have uh, the Wookiee Kev and we got a uh, GM, uh, Mistress Winter, um, who's running our, our Star Trek stream every Thursday after the Sirenscape stream. Um, but uh, we want a second community manager. Uh, we, need, we do need help. Like we said, no one's paying us for this and it's almost like a full-time job, you know, how much we're involved and how much we do it. We could use the help. Uh, every position we could use two team members. That way, not one person has to handle everything. Everybody has somebody they can lean on to help with different things and, and that sort of concept, right? So um, anybody watching this, uh, hit us up. Hit me up. Hit up the community. Hit up Raven Direct. You, you see her social uh, media links. In fact, let me, for just another time, let me drop that Twitter link in there. Everybody make sure you follow Raven on Twitter. Um, and yeah, Hit her up. Let, let us know uh, if you want to help, if you want to come into the community manager position and be our second community manager and, and give Raven some help. Uh, yeah, just wanted to kind of put that out there, a, a little promo. But um, but that being said, uh, anything else that uh, you want to mention or recap or shout out or any you know last words before I kill the transmission, as I like to say, uh, any, any final words here from Raven? 
we've got stuff uh, uh new uh new shows coming on uh on board all the time keep an eye out for our casting calls please if you're if you are interested in helping uh join the admin team we we really could use the help um we would we really would appreciate it um also like if you see new players just um uh, try to um be a little bit um be uh, be welcoming um make them feel at home and that's pretty much all i have nice no well put that's a good point to make everyone uh help uh make people feel welcome there's always a place for new players new gms there's no gatekeeping here as the community has been and i think that's a great note to end on well put raven uh thanks for joining me thanks chat for being here and we'll see you next time oh and look my, my beautiful wife val mulligan just just got off of work missed it frowny face at least you were able to stop in to say hi and bye and uh Thank yeah you, <laughs> we'll see everybody next time take care everybody see ya Fascination on